I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Your Business Boost podcast. I have got an incredible woman to introduce you to today. She is one of my business buddies. She's a client, and she's just an all-around awesome woman. Her name is Julie Hyde. She is a leadership coach, and she is also a speaker and an author. One of her (laughs) catchphrases is that Busy is boring, and I could not agree with her more. It's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to get her on here today to have a chat with us just about this epidemic of busyness and how it's that default response that we all have when anyone asks us how we are going. And I love what Julie's take on this is in terms of it being a missed opportunity for that deeper connection if we constantly default to that answer. She gives us some tips to break that cycle if we are finding ourselves slipping into that that habit of busyness. Being the leadership coach, I also talked to Julie about how we can step into a leadership role as business owners because for a lot of people, when you have your own business, that can be the first time that you've actually had to lead and she shares some really great insights there. And then to round out our conversation, Julie very generously talks about how she is navigating a personal crisis and the impact that it has had on her business and her life, some massive shifts that she has made as a result, and some insights which I hope will help you if, you know, knock on wood, I'm hoping that all is well in your world, but if the shit does hit the fan, Julie has some great insights into how she has been navigating that. And I know that you are going to get so much out of our chat. So without further ado, I am going to introduce you to the incredible Julie Hyde. Julie, thank you so much for joining me today on Your Business Boost. Such a pleasure to be here, Michelle. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really looking forward to this chat because I wanted to talk about that uh, that four-letter B word that um, <laughs> that gets bandied around a lot, and that is the word busy. It's something that I am actually, from uh, after reading your book and, and just knowing you, it is one of those words that I am act, like quite consciously trying to avoid using because we're all busy, right? We are all busy. Everyone's busy. And I just think it's boring. I find it really boring when the conversation, you know, sort of turns to how busy we are and, Mm. you know, how busy everyone is. But it's our default response all the time, isn't it? So I would love to get some insights from you about, you know, where you see this busyness epidemic impacting people the most? 
Yeah. And it's a great question. And you're so right because busy is incredibly boring. And in my book, I say, you know, it's, it's just beige and it's a bit of, so what? So it's like, okay, so you're busy, aren't we all? Like you say, the thing that I really want to know is, you know, when people tell me how busy they are is so, so what are you busy doing? Like, what is that? And I think that as, you know, women in in business in particular, we miss out on such an opportunity to let people know and give people an insight into the fabulous things that we're doing and how we're making a difference because we package everything up in this brown box of busy and it's like, "Mm, great, so you're busy. Um, I love it. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. It's that missed opportunity for, I guess, like deeper connection and understanding, isn't it? Like if you're just turning to that default response of, yeah, I'm busy. It's like, yeah, what are you busy doing? And one of my, one of my favorite sayings is, well, like, are you busy rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic? Like, are you just busy doing those tasks that don't actually need to be done at all um so yeah but it's getting that insight from from just digging a little bit deeper so what can we do julie like because you know i'm I'm all about action um what can we do if we have sort of slipped into that pattern how can we sort of course correct how can we lift ourselves out of it yeah and i think it's a really easy pattern to get into because I, i believe that we're living in a culture that rewards and almost expects busyness you know we're 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 almost conditioned to be busy from a young age now and I'm pretty much talking from Gen Y down because you know we determine our success by how busy we are and often we can wear it like a bit of a badge of honor yep so if we're slipped into this pattern of busy and one thing that you can do to understand if you have fallen into this pattern is to just be really conscious of how often you're using the word and how often it comes out of your mouth. And by being consciously aware of it, you will be really surprised as to how often you actually use it. So, and one thing I want to be really clear on is that busy is a habit. Yeah. It is 100% a habit. So, and it is, and habits can be changed. Yes. So I think one thing is to, or the first thing is to really stop and elevate your thinking. Now, I sound, I know that can sound a little bit counterintuitive, like when you're really, really busy, it can be hard to stop, but it's something that we've really got to do. We've got to get out of those weeds and really elevate our thinking and look down and reflect on, you know, what are you busy doing? You know, what are you spending your time on? Is it purposeful and meaningful or are you just doing for things for the sake of it? And a lot of people's busyness comes down to the expectations that they put on their own shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yep. are they doing the tasks that they really need to do or are they doing things that they want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, um, goes back to what you were saying before and can be tied back to this quest for perfection as well and the need to do everything themselves uh-huh. or yes. can we delegate? the task so um and I think this can be incredibly prevalent in the home yes um, oh wow yep with Mm -hmm. partners and kids and you know I I even look you know to myself for this because I can be a bit of a self-confessed control freak (laughs) 
And, you know, my husband couldn't possibly do that task as well as I could, but of course he can. Yes. So where can you offload tasks, you know, yeah. and um, that's don't have to do? Yeah. And you, and you know me, you know that that is like one of my, you know, favourite things in terms of like helping, um, you know, women reset their mode of operating in their businesses is to actually get comfortable delegating and outsourcing. And I love that you mentioned the home because this is where I see women having the most struggle actually, yeah, sort of, you know, prizing their fingers off things in the Mm. home that they really, you know, they feel like they should be doing. It's those those should tasks as opposed to, you know, okay, it's like, okay, well, if you spend, uh, you know, two hours cleaning your house, your house is you know, you're going to have to keep doing that because, you know, the house keeps getting dirty. Um, But it's like, imagine if you had those hours to allocate towards, you know, revenue generating or business building activity, what that, what the payoff for that would be, or you could pay a cleaner to to do the cleaning for your house. And, you know, I just, there's so many, but again, it's like my obvious isn't someone else's obvious. I could often see that with people. And like you so, so very honestly said, it's the control freak in all of us. It's like, well, no one knows, you know, no one knows how, you know, how to prepare food that, as well as I do, no one um, knows how I like my my clothes hung in the cupboard <laughs> or washing folded. And it's like when you actually look at that, you go, "Does it really matter?" That's the thing. Um, yeah, does it really is, matter? Yeah, really important. And look, you know, speaking of support, I I love that you have support in your life um you know i know that you you use support in your business that's kind of i guess helped with your busy tasks mm. and i've seen firsthand how you've navigated this where do you see this has had like the the most impact on the busyness of your business having that support that assistance support in your business yeah being really aware that i am a control freak <laughs> <laughs> no one else can do it better than me which is complete BS. And look, it is something that I learned a long time ago when I was leading people. You know, you have a team, they want to contribute, let them mm-hmm. empower them to do it. Yeah. You know, but as an entrepreneur, there is an element of control freakiness that you do need, yeah. but you don't have to be in control of everything. You mm. need to have that sense of control. Yes. And that there's a big distinction with within that difference. Yeah. So delegating tasks to my amazing VA, the unicorn that you found, (laughs) um, has been incredible. And what that has done, it's allowed me the space and time to be more strategic and to focus on what I do best. Yes. So it's like I I can do graphics. Mm. I, I can do PowerPoint. Yeah, I, I can load my blog. Mm. Do I want to? Um, no. Can someone else do it a whole lot quicker than me? Yes. Yes. So yeah. I think it's really important to understand the value of your time. Yes. And if you're anything like me, I can be a bit of a time optimist. That task <laughs> that you think will take you yes. 10 minutes actually yes. takes you an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas my divine VA, she will do it. In 15 minutes. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Because yeah. it's her zone of genius. It's, it's her stuff zone that of she, 
you know, can do so, so easily and straightforwardly because she's, she's brilliant at it. And then it leads you, leaves you that space to deliver the, the, the work that, that is in your absolute zone of genius. That's right. So it's about, you know, it's delivery. It's allowing me to build my business, have time to build those relationships and elevate my business and my brand. Yes. Because it is so worth partnering with someone like you who can who knows how to find that unicorn because yeah. you know it's something I have tried before and it just didn't work out mm-hmm. um, but you know you having the skills to be able to do that has just been phenomenal for me oh. in my business. Thanks, Julie. Thank you. I mean, look, and it is, I mean, I guess because I see inside so many businesses and mm. I see that pain that comes from trying to do everything yourself and and what often gets shelved is that high touch, high value zone of genius stuff. Mm. It's like, I don't, I, I don't even have time. I don't have time to put all the effort into that because I'm too busy resizing images to dump into Canva to create my social media graphics that people are going to just swipe on by. And, and I've loved watching that with you because, you know, and, and I think your example too, is like, it was like a little bit, like it was like we drip fed. It wasn't like all of a sudden here, here's my whole life. Here's my whole business. Mm. It was like, you did, we did, you know, we started with one task and then we built and you built that trust. And that's, what's really important too, I think is just having someone that you can count on. There are way too many people who fill up their time doing things because they they just don't have that relationship where they can rely on someone else but when you do oh oh my god the transformational impact is it's it's amazing and I think I just wanted to talk a little bit because because you are obviously you know your yours one of your zone of geniuses is your leadership coaching and often when business owners you know when they're growing their business they might be stepping into that leadership role for the very first time they may never have had to be a great leader before Mm. I love one of your philosophies I'm going to put your feed your work back to you (laughs) is that to be a great leader you need to lead yourself first could you like just expand on this because I think that our our listeners would find your insights on this really helpful yeah thank you and I think this is really relevant for those who have a career, who have stepped into their own business and parents as well. Uh, yes. Right? So yes. it's very, very relevant. Mm. So I believe that to be a leader of anyone or anything, you need to be a leader of self first, like you said. You cannot lead others until you can lead you. And you do not need a title to be a leader. You need to have the mindset of a leader. So we bring ourself to every interaction right so it's how self-aware we are how we can self-regulate when we're faced with challenges or confrontation how you treat others it's what you do when others are watching but it's also what you do when others aren't watching right so it's very much about walking your talk 100% of the time so it's like you Michelle you know in your business when you are you know coaching people to to let go to delegate to find their wing woman if you didn't do that for yourself you know you're not role modeling that forward and that's very much about what being um you know a leader of self is it's leadership is action it's not words 
And as Carl Jung says, you know, you are what you do, not what you say. So the most effective leaders have the ability to lead themselves in the first instance. And a really simple example of this is that you lead what you expect. If you expect others to respect you, you've got to respect others. Mm. If you want to cultivate a culture of well-being in the workplace, you've got to lead it. You are the role model. And as parents, we play the biggest leadership role of our lives because we're forming these little people. So what are you role modeling for your children? Going back to that busy message, are you role modeling busy for these kids? You know, because a lot of children now, I'm getting a lot of feedback that kids are using the word, how was your day at school? Yeah, busy. Right, because yeah, busy or boring mean. is what yeah. I get fed back. <laughs> yeah, we were so busy. Or what did you do? Nothing. It was boring. <laughs> there yeah. sums up busy, um, <laughs> but it is busy is boring. Like it's <laughs> totally yeah. yeah. But I think you know, as, as as people, kids and adults, we mm. learn through behaviour. So it's something to be really mindful of. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, get yourself in check first yeah. before you can expect anyone else to follow you. Yeah, I love that. Thank mm. you, Julie. That's, yeah, that's that's brilliant. And, and I love that, you know, the leadership, it's action. It's not words. It's, yeah. you know, you can, you can say whatever you like, really, but it's, it's in what you do and, mm. um, yeah. I, I just, I love that. That's brilliant. Speaking of setting examples, you know, this is a little, little bit of a change in tack and I'm, you, you've offered very generously to talk about something that you're going through at the moment that is having an impact on your business and obviously your whole life. Mm-hmm. I would love to talk to you about what we can do when the shit hits the fan, oh. but we still have a business to run. Yeah. Um, and I know that that's, you know, it's obviously something that you're going through right now. And unfortunately, it's cropping up all over the place with other women that I'm supporting, not so much, you know, the, the, the sickness, but stuff, life stuff comes mm. flying at us completely out of the blue. I've gone through um, something this this week myself where, where it's just like we're blindsided. And as business owners, it's like, well, shit, what happens? So I'd love to, yeah, just sort of get your take on on how you have navigated all of this, Julie. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, shit hit the fan for me in October (laughs) 21 when I was told I had stage three melanoma cancer, which means that it spread beyond the original site, um, that it was aggressive um, and that I had to have surgery to remove the cancer you know, within five days and that I'd need two months to recover from the surgery. And I thought, oh my God. So when your life sort of flashes past you, um, you know, in the blink of an eye, it's like you you really realize what's important. And of course that that is your health. So it was really understanding, okay, so I've got to strip everything back. You know, I've got a business. It was getting some really good, you know, I've been elevating. It was um, building some really strong momentum in the new direction that I was taking it. 
And I was like, okay, well, I really need to strip it back and understand what I need to do to keep it going, which was basically for those two months was not much at all. (laughs) So I really had to focus on my health. Yeah. Really had to prioritize that. Yeah. And this is where you ask for help. Yes. Right. Yeah. So this is where I understood the value of my community, the value of my connections and my support group big time. So I reached out obviously to my clients and and explained to them what was going on. I reached out to um, people that I was working with and to my support crew, which was, when you think about it, it was a small number of people, but I knew that they would have my back. Right. And I I had to ask for help and Mm. I knew that they were there to support me. So one thing in that moment when your life is changed, so through the surgery because the the cancer was on my foot Mm. and um, I had to have it removed from my groin, I couldn't walk. So one thing that I did do to support my mental health every single day was exercise. I couldn't do that. Right. So I couldn't walk anymore. So this is where you understand the value and the power of your mindset. And I understood very, very quickly when I was lying in that hospital bed, it's like, I really have to support my mindset. My mindset is the one thing that is going to get me through this. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, once I got through the surgery, I worked out a little plan for myself. It's like, how can I support my mindset? Yes. So it's like, what am I going to do? Yes. Like, okay. So I'm going to learn this thing that people tell me that's good for me, which is meditation. Meditation. So yeah. you weren't a meditator because that oh, I was I was not. busting to ask that if you were already one because because I'm not either. No. Like, so. <laughs> and I heard of the value of it, yeah. and I was like, yep. yeah, don't have time for that. So. <laughs> So started meditating just by using apps on the phone. I came up with mantras that I would say every morning and I would write in my journal. That was another thing that I apparently never had time for. And they were the things that I do in the morning in place of my exercise. And then, you know, I'd, I'd listen to podcasts, you know, really inspiring podcasts. And then I work out a little plan for myself. It's like, okay, so when do you think you can go back to, you know, your speaking or working with clients and how are you going to do that? You know, how do you want to support yourself on social media? Just keep little messages going on out there. So it creates a perception that you're still functioning because people didn't know, not many people knew. Yeah. And it was just those little things that you did just to keep the purpose present in your life, which I think is really, really important but to really switch gears with your mindset and support yourself as best as you possibly can. So to shut down things that are not supporting you, potentially in that social media space, in the news, because I had a lot of time to think because I was in Mm. hospital for a long time by myself. This Mm. is in lockdown last year. You know, it's the power of time and the power of how you use that time. That is the key thing that I do take out of it is asking for help. Yeah. And you've got to do it, have that vulnerability to say, mate, I'm in a mess. I need help. Yeah. The control control freak has no place in in this situation. Absolutely. Um, And presenting is that strong 
in control person that I pride myself on, like really independent. Yeah. I just had to let people help me, which was really difficult and and quite confronting when you you realise how vulnerable you are in those situations. It's like I have no control over this. I have no control over this this cancer. Yeah. So let's just do the best you can Mm. and let people help. Yeah. And, you know, from, from the outside looking in and, 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 you know, as one of those people who, who, you, you know, you did, you did get help from, you did, you managed it so brilliantly. And I think, you know, how you communicated as well, like you, you, that I think that's probably like a, a, a takeaway for me is just the way in which you, not that there's a facade with you. I mean, you are very much who you are, but it's almost like, you know, that the business woman and yeah. the, you know, the leadership coach, you know, and I've got, I'm using the air quotes here. It's like, and actually, no, we can't be that at the moment. And yeah, you pulled in the reinforcements and, and you got them, to, to help you while the shit was hitting the fan, you know, credit to you for, for communicating because uh, this is often a block and, and I've, I've just mm. been working with one of my um, clients who was going through a really rough time and she had not told anyone, like no one knew. So she was trying to do the business as usual but failing mm. and that was what was getting her even more upset and I was like, these are people that you work with, like the, your clients know you really well. How about we work out a little communication plan here in terms of how you are going to let them know? And, and you know, it was sort of like people that were sort of on this level, they got the, the whole, the full story and then the other, even mm. it was as simple as she didn't even have an out-of-office message on her, on her emails, you know, just little things like that. But it's hard when you're in in that situation to actually know what that next step is. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think you can get real strength. I've, I got real strength out of telling people and then their response. It was, it was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. My mm-hmm. clients were amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, people like you who you tell and then all of a sudden something rocks up on your doorstep, like this really <laughs> empowering book. But it, it's the beauty in those situations, the yeah. strength that you can get from it yeah. is something, I, you know, I hadn't allowed myself to experience before. Yeah, and that's, and that's I know that what a big step that was for you and I have seen that too with, with, with my other client and the same thing, she got an avalanche of, mm. of messages and don't worry, we're fine, we yeah. are going to be fine you go and, you know, take the time that you need and we will, you know, we value you. We we will be here when you get back. And, mm. you know, I think if you've got people that don't value and, and it's, well, are they the people that you actually want to be working with and have in your life? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Julie. I just love how like openly you are sharing your experience on, on, on your social media as well, because again, this is this, a lot of this stuff goes on behind closed doors, but it's happening. It's happening all, all over the place. So, you know, I really love that you're, that you're sharing your experience about how it's impacting you. And, but I love that you've become a meditator. That's, that's brilliant. There's hope for me yet. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. It's amazing. 
<laughs> That's great. Well, I mean, you have shared so much gold with us today, Julie. I really, really appreciate everything that you've shared. I always like to ask my guests to leave the listeners with a recommendation. So something that will boost their business or their life. So it could be something you've watched, read, listened to experienced what's your recommendation for us so it is the meditation piece oh honestly okay you are a convert (laughs) i am a convert because i can't tell you how much this has helped me personally and professionally because obviously when you're going through something like this there's a lot of anxiety around it it's it's Mm -hmm. constant mindset is key in how you handle this and also in the decisions that you make meditation is a process that stills your mind it slows your thinking it calms you down because of the deeper breathing involved and so it's really been a game changer for me now I'm not someone who sits there cross-legged surrounded by crystals and (laughs) and buddhas and all of that sort of thing yeah yeah. I simply (laughs) Do it in bed. Mm-hmm. I hook myself up to the app, um, One Giant what? Mind. It's One Giant Mind that you one use. One Giant Mind is the one I use. I really yeah. love how they do it. I, it's, you know, sometimes it's 20 minutes, sometimes it's 30 minutes, but you can do it just for 10 minutes. It's just, yeah, like I said, it's a game changer. I have been told this before, you know, October, you know, you should do this. It's really powerful. It's like, yeah, I'm just <laughs> not into it. But Now that I know that my mindset is my superpower, and of course, your mindset is always your superpower, I need to protect it in any way I possibly can. So meditation is the thing that works for me. I wouldn't say I'm great at it. Mm. I mean, the things I think about what I'm meant to be meditating is is quite inappropriate. (laughs) Not be thinking about these things. But it has really helped me emotionally and, and professionally. And when people say, oh, I don't know how you, you know, you're doing this. I don't know how you're coping. This is how I'm coping. How you're coping. Right. Wow. So, yeah. Amazing. Well, there you go. I, I, that's, <laughs> I love it. Um, and, and yeah, being able to, you know, I just think being able to use an app to do yeah. that sort of stuff just makes it even easier. So, 100%. Awesome. And just one final thing, Julie, how can our listeners connect with you if they want more Julie in their lives? So the best place for is juliehide.com.au, my website. And on my free resources page, I actually have a busy quiz oh. that people can do, just a bit of fun, just to yep. see what type of busy they are. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a quiz there about what type of role model you are as well. Oh, so, brilliant. yeah. Awesome. Well, I will share the links to that in the show notes. Julie, you have been absolutely wonderful. Thank you for being so generous and sharing what you have with us today. I know it's going to help a lot of people. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.